Hey, bro, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing alright. I'm back. We're live, by the way. I just kept the stream going. Any, uh, anything new happen? They're doing the votes right now. Um, huh? They're doing the votes right now. What's gonna happen? I mean, I thought, like, interesting, like... Um, not really, except that... Sometimes I'll uh, tell people if they haven't seen him yet. Um, Twitter, we talked about this on the show. Twitter did put Trump under a 12-hour suspension. Facebook put him under a 24-hour suspension. And Twitter's even saying that if Trump violates the rules again, he's getting permanently banned. So he's going to get permanently banned real soon. Well, I knew that was going to happen eventually. Yeah, it's just accelerate, accelerate, accelerate. They literally told people to stop, and then you know they ban them. Yeah, they delete the tweets. Which, honestly, I think Twitter needs to be held responsible. If only we could. You know, I'm surprised. You know, if people really want to see a change happen, like, you know, surprised they aren't going over to like Twitter's headquarters. I was gonna say you should pull a loomer and like bust in. Like she did the Facebook. Yeah, imagine that. That would be interesting watching that. Yes. The battle of Facebook. Yeah. Because they're the ones that enable this sort of act. Like, you know, Facebook and Twitter, they're the ones that are not elected officials. They're not, like, I mean, Facebook's technically publicly traded, but it's physically impossible to, like, unseat the Zuck. Yeah. You know, they tried to do it multiple times. <laughs> Beforehand. Yeah. I mean, they're the real, they're the real power players over here. They enable this sort of like animosity to grow. Yeah, they fuel this. Oh man, I know some personal stuff, so I'll be vague about. But uh, you know the um, the autism. Yeah. Well, somebody got into a screaming match with the autism. Oh, that's yeah. Tell me once we're done the stream. Yeah, wasn't me. It was another male in the home, but I think it even got physical. Oh my! Yeah, I had to step in. Oh god, that's learning that's... autism. Nothing like a smell of autism in the morning. Yes. I'll drink my morning cup of autism before I begin the day. I saw that movie not too long ago. Oh, Good Morning Vietnam? No, Apocalypse Now. Oh, Apocalypse Now. Now. Yeah, sorry. Fuck. I fucked those references up. How would you think of that movie? Oh, I liked it. You know, have you ever read uh, Heart of Darkness? Uh, No, but I kind of know the gist a bit. Yeah, it's pretty much like that. That movie was... You know, was it based much, off of it? Yeah, it's like if in well, no, Heart of Darkness was set in like colonial, like you know, colonial Africa. Africa, yeah. But this was, it was like you know, a Vietnamese interpret like a Vietnam War interpretation of Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I've only seen the opening bit of Apocalypse Now, but I haven't seen the full thing. I know Marlon Brando was like. Literally didn't give a shit during that movie. 
It was good. It was definitely one of the best movies I think I've ever seen. Really? I'll yeah, like it's watch. it is like a very good movie, and it's like you know you see a lot of interesting stuff. I mean, I definitely recommend it. I think it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Brando, I know was very because this is Francis Ford Coppola has worked with him before, and I know Brando was like he just like wouldn't practice his lines and he would just like basically wing it but they eventually got him to cooperate with the film but it's uh that's, that's kind of what i know from the behind the scenes yeah it's interesting oh boy 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 how's the worky work then well, I just jumped on. You started at 11, right? Or 10.30? 10, 11. Okay. Let's see, Nancy's at the podium. I got, okay, just went up a little bit. 297, nay. 122, yay. 12. Not voting. We're getting there. If I step out randomly or if you don't hear from me, it's because I have to mute myself because of the A the A AQ, let's call it. Jack Basovic on Twitter just says, has anyone explained all of this to the Amish yet? <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Like, it, they're such an interesting group of people. I mean, you have, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to um, see Campaign that. in their back backyard, basically. Yeah. Nuance Pro makes a good... Oh, Nancy's hitting the gavel. What do you want, bitch? Uh, Nuance Pro made a good point where he's a leftist. Destroy the colonizers. No Trump, no wall, no USA at all. Also leftists. It's disgraceful that these anti-American Trump supporters would storm the people's house. This undermines all that makes America a shining city on a hill. Yeah, the people's house. Like, if it's the people's house, then they're not really trespassing, are they? Exactly. That's why I had to laugh when I, I, I like Mike, but when Mike Pencil's like, the people's house is now back in order, I'm like, the people's house? The people's house. Did you really just say that? Yeah. It's going to be a crazy next decade. That's all I can say. I know it's sounds cliche, but people are like, oh, it's going to be a crazy year. It's going to be a crazy 
four years. No, this decade is going to be fucking wild. Daily Mail. Horned QAnon supporters lead Trump supporters who looted Congress. Looted Congress. Yeah. Oh, the people are fucking cute shit. It's literally like probably... They said all this, all this violence. Like, really, how much violence was there that was not caused by the police? I, I don't know, honestly, actually. Because they keep saying this, and the only thing I saw is the police shot somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, an unarmed woman vet. You know, probably. You know, she definitely shouldn't have done that. Like, she, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. But, like, legally, but, you know, it's an unarmed woman vet. Yeah, you know, that's pretty bad. Bruh. You know, the dude that sat on Nancy's Pelosi's desk and put his feet up first of all, was fucking funny. This whole thing is funny in many ways. He took an envelope from Nancy Pelosi's office, and he insists he didn't steal it. Quote, I left a quarter on her desk. <laughs> you know, I bet there's a lot of stuff that could be happening. You know, in terms of like talking about email leaks, like they had their computers completely like open. Yeah, Elijah Schaefer, I think, was in there, and he had a picture of the of Nancy's computer on and Outlook open. You know how much stuff like, like if these people were actually like, uh, dude, they were sophisticated. They could have pulled the best WikiLeaks ever. Yeah, I mean that would be interesting. Like all you know, Russian actors you know posing as trump's trump supporter russian actors stole you know data like someone had to have done something like because like that's you know uh, that's that you don't get opportunities like that you know not saying that they should but like i know what you mean it's like you know it's like one of those things that like if somebody really wanted to do pull off something like that was the time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm very surprised that like cuz I, I honestly that would be like the big thing. Like I would think, you know, between that like they have access to the network, like I'm surprised no one uploaded like malware or some porn on everybody's computers. <laughs> Like, think of how bad that would be. Like, someone like installs a uh, fucking malware or like a bit, like a crypto locker or something like that. You know, like ransomware to the Congress. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Trump theme, Trump themed like fucking ransomware. <laughs> Donate $2,500 to the To build the wall. Restaurant crypto your date on the computer. Yes. Like, that would be, like, I mean, completely illegal, but, you know, something like that would be, like, give $5,000 to, like, fucking (laughs) Infowars.com. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, like, subscribe to Infowars.com and buy a year's supply of Super Male Vitality to unlock your computer. I like, I just can't believe that they wouldn't, you know, like no one would have thought if they, if they have access to that, to actually touch that. 
Yep. I'm gonna send out a tweet. Massive big tech purchases are coming. Get your followers' emails and phone numbers before it's too late. Banks and credit card companies will purge next. What they say? I said I'm gonna send out this tweet because I think this is what's gonna happen, and people need to be fucking prepared. I said massive big tech purges are coming. Get your followers' emails and phone numbers before it's too late. Banks and credit card companies will purge next. Yep. Yep, I have no doubt that's what um, is coming up the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Nancy's talking. Nancy, that just sounds like fucking like Karen-esque name. It's it's like the second Karen name. Like there's Karen, then there's Nancy. Yeah. Bro, all these people blaming Trump need to sit the fuck down. Oh, Trump and Skate is fine. Shut up. And then, like, I'm, I'm hearing, like, oh, we're going to go and, like, impeach Trump again. Like, honestly, what the, like, I mean, they're going to go through they're all that effort. the 25th. For what? What did he even do? He did nothing. But what they think is, oh, he radicalized these people and incited this violence. I'm seeing so many people on the right. It's these establishment people especially. They're like, this is why Trump is bad. Somebody in the CR chat was like, this ruined Trump's whole legacy. I'm like, dude, fuck you. You guys are so stupid when it comes to Trump. You guys, and, and I know some people aren't being stupid or being deliberate, but like some of these people that like are just, you know, they, they have establishment beliefs and mindset, but they're not really in the establishment yet. It's like, Bro, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, get a grip on reality. They already said his legacy was shit, so what's he have to lose anyways? You know, I they, know. They, it's they like... They aren't going to, like, just love him, like, 20 years from now. They're going to be, like, bitching either way. Like, if I was a lame duck president, like, you know, like, if I was doing the same sort of thing, like, you know, I, I can understand why. Like, honestly, that's... What do you expect's going to happen when you have a lame duck president? Like, honestly, I, I think the whole Trump presidency was great because it showed the dangers of, you know, like some of these, like, leftists. This is, like, why, you know, having a lame duck period is, it, it's stupid. You know, if you think about it, like, you know, if you're at a company and, you know, you hire and fire people and they know that they're going to be out for in, like, a week or whatever, like they're beginning fired in a week, you know, that's when you see bad shit happen, like mm -hmm. DLP stuff, you know, but they have this thing over here. Like, what did you expect? Do it like, especially for, you know, the way that the media is and everyone was against them from the start. Like they set this up and then they get all pissed. Like, honestly, you know, honestly, what I think would make sense, you know, what if there is a like what if they change it from four to six years for president and just had it one term so that way there's like it's one term mm. you know? that's an interesting thought yeah 
something like that because then they you know, don't have to worry about being reelected because that's like half the stuff like Trump is doing like I feel like if he knew from the beginning that he'd only have one election cycle he would have done a lot more things yeah like, well I think there I think and he still has time to do some stuff but again he's limited because of Congress if you really want permanent stuff to happen long term stuff to happen you gotta go through that yeah. yeah that are the like that are the judge like the judges right you know and that's that's other thing too it's like everything that you know i've been saying about like hey you know there's problems with executive like i said this back during the obama presidency like executive orders and stuff and the left was like oh no it's okay and then now they're like oh maybe you know you guys are right that these are a little bit sketchy it's like mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. Like DACA, that was a fucking executive order. And they were like, oh, this is great. But then when Trump does, like, all his other shit, they, they're like, oh, that's terrible. You know, like, look at the... And they're doing the same thing with the pardon system. But guess who gave out way more pardons than Trump? Obama. And the left just... They didn't realize it back then. Like, here's the thing. Like, I think there is a place for pardons. But to go and say that what Trump did is any different than what any other president's ever done is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. You know? If you're going to have the pardon system, you have to kind of, you know, fucking understand that. Right. Like, that it's, it, it can, like, it, it's inherently used to give people, like, get people out of, it's a get out, get out of jail free card that, since it's done by the presidency, that will be done primarily to the people that supported him. You know, that that's pretty much what it is. Yeah, and I just, I'm wondering how this, if it at all, affects Trump's pardoning, potential pardonings of Snowden and Assange. Like it's, because I feel like Trump's going to be in a like, fuck it mode right now. Assange doesn't even matter right now. They denied the extradition. That's, you know, interesting things. I want to talk about that. It. As much as the extradition could have screwed him more, I feel like that could have helped him more because Trump could have then pardoned him and he would have been in American soil. But maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that's what would have worked better. Because he's stuck in the UK now, right? Uh, Yeah, hold on. I have to go and hop on a call real quick. Okay. All right, I'll be back. I'll fill the void. But yeah, that's it's gonna be interesting to see how his parting powers go. What he does next, because I mean, I still I wonder if he'll still run twenty twenty four after this. I I personally think he will, but this does throw a wrench in things a bit. So he might just go, you know what, do what I can while I have the power, because that's the thing. You can talk all you want, you can. Hope for things all you want. You can want all the solutions you want, but you're not empowered. It ain't happening. I mean, today's a turning point. The country's going to go more extreme, more vigilant, more violent, more more in a direction that I hope we wouldn't go, but we're going to go that way. Lots of infighting. Things are going to get uglier. The divisions are going to get deeper. I'm not saying this to shock people. I'm not saying this to be all ridiculous or anything I'm just saying this is how things are going to go and it's, 
it's gonna get crazy. Very crazy. Let's see if there's any interesting coverage happening anywhere. Oh, excuse me. Objection to Arizona electoral votes fails. Hmm. All right. I reject attempts to throw out the state votes for Biden. Vote count resumes shortly in a joint session. God. <laughs> Pence took Lee as Trump initially resisted saying National Guard to Capitol. And see, oh, they're all falling for Pence right now. Like, oh, he's so wonderful. He's so unifying. Oh, my God. <sighs> so silly. Anyone but Trump. They hate the guy. Oh, they hate the guy. Let's see, I saw Matt Gates trending. Far Cry 5. Why is that trending? Tucker Carlson. Alright, let's... I want to see why Gates was trending. My boy Gates. Yeah, a bunch of White House staffers resign. Cocking out before, just before 14 days till they could all. All right, now I'll go back on for now. I it's, it's interesting. Oh, here's something. Twitch says it removed the its PogChamp emote because the face of the emote made statements encouraging further violence. Following the insurrection on the U.S. Capitol, the inser- what was it? The this pog face, the pog champ email. I know what the fuck that is. I'm not trying to sound like a boomer, but like, what the fuck is that? See, this is fucking China. You know, this is like Chinese things going like going on over here, where they're like ban like ban characters. But you know, know what? The libertarians support this because it's, it's not the, the federal market. government. Yeah, free market censorship. Free market communist, like, see, it's it's free market totalitarianism. That's what it fucking is. Bro, Matt Gates is my boy again. Um, I'll go back to that in a second, Bob. Just want to bring this up. He was on the House floor, and during his speech, he says, "I'm sure glad that at least for one day, I didn't hear my Democrat colleagues calling to defund the police." <laughs> yes. Calm the fuck out. Yeah, you'd think with these people, I'd be like, oh, these people are, like, armed or something. No, these people, like, they had those two, like, pipe bombs for that. I don't even know if you can, who you can tie that to. Yeah, that's really weird. And it didn't even go off. Nobody died. Except for the conservative veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go back to the Twitch thing. So the PogChamp emote. Let's see what that is. What What's wrong with that? Bruh. 
Well, you've seen one. this before, I bet. Yeah, I'll send to you. Uh, let me find your DMs. What's this fucking thing? How the fuck does that have anything to do with any of this? I don't know. It says, we've made the decision to remove the PogChamp emote following statements from the face of the emote encouraging further violence after what took place in the Capitol today. Oh, so the dude that is like the emote they claim was encouraging violence? That has nothing to do with the fucking emote. My god, like this is legitimately Chinese bullshit going on. That's bullshit. Like, what in the world is this? We want the sentiment use of Pog to live on. Its meaning is much bigger than the person depicted or image itself. Really? And it has a big place in Twitch culture. However, we can't in good conscience continue to enable use of the image. Like, Twitch, fuck off. That's just so stupid. Like, what are they going to say next? We're going to ban the American flag because it was used by the protesters today that stormed the Capitol. Like, that's the mental gymnastics they're using. What were you saying? I was saying, like, what are they going to do next? Ban the American flag emoji because it was used at the protests that stormed the Capitol? Hold on, there's some stuff going on in the call. Yeah, no, this is... It's ridiculous, man. Do you see the pictures of, like, the people cowering? The people what? Like, the centers and stuff, like, cowering in fear. Oh, God, yeah, I was... <laughs> Cringe. Cringe. Oh, Pocahontas is speaking without a mask. Twitch is like, I mean, people are like, you're right. Twitch is the worst, technically, of all these big tech things. Especially in terms of banning people. So fucking cucks. Hey guys. Hey Sam, how you doing? Good. So I'm gonna share my link out and then I'll do my uh intro. Alright, sounds good. And I have a bit of a monologue that I think you guys want to hear. Awesome. So. I love it. Awesome.
Alright. I am done that. Yeah. Bruh, somebody posted on my Facebook like timeline. So what did you think of the events today? Um do I really want to answer that question on my personal Facebook? <laughs> do you really yeah. wanna know? Is that something that you will be posting on the internet? Internet. The interwebs. Yeah, I'll post that Twitch tweet. That has like the gayest thing I think I've ever heard. Oh, there was somebody that was storming the Capitol that was dressed with a fucking Pepe mask and had a Keck flag. <laughs> I love it. I just love that shit. It never gets old for me. I'm sorry. It's great. I hope our, we don't lose our Discord. I don't think we will. I don't think no, so either. We do not have enough people. Yeah. Like, I love Discord. I really, really love the platform, but some of their bands do scare me a bit. Like, when they banned the Gavin server out to I was like, uh-oh. Some my pillow guy making a comment. Me wanting to put on a video, uh, you guys. I'm going on Newsmax and uh, Good. at five twenty. What's his take on this? Yes, dude, he's pretty based. Like he he's been like, blacklisted from Fox now. Yeah, no. Wonder who that guy actually is. The 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 fucking like Viking dude. I don't know, honestly. Actually, I do wonder. They found him at other protests, like, you know, the internet. Internet talks to these people pretty quickly. So. Well, he didn't make it hard, you know? He didn't work. Like, I mean, he had his costume on, but he didn't actually, like. Like, this is the easiest time to, like, protest with, like, fate, like, to hide I your know, face. right? And then they choose not to. That's what I was thinking. I was like, these people, sh if you're going to be smart, wear a fucking mask. And not just so that. Not so. You don't get the virus, but so you don't get doxxed. So you don't get ID'd.
Oh, you ever hear that that story? Hold on, is uh, Sam? T Am I not able to hear anyone? I can. I'm here, but I haven't heard anything from Sam. It says he's talking about I'm, anything. I'm about to go live. Um, so. Okay. Yes, yeah, give us a saw... countdown when you do. Alright, uh, yep. Five, four, three, two, and. Alrighty, folks, good evening and welcome to uh, part two of the Wednesday edition of the Whitfield Report uh, slash Versa Media uh, multi stream crossover. I am uh, your host on the Whitfield Report channel, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios in Southern Florida. Uh, quick contact info as usual. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at some at samw underscore ndc. Follow me on Gab and Parlor at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Uh, Samwhitfield.com is my website. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And please, finally, if you feel, uh, you know, if you're feeling generous, please, uh, you know, submit your comments and your super chats as they were to uh, streamlabs.com forward slash Whitfield Report. And I am joined uh, by Sean and Alex of Real News and uh, Versa Media. So good evening to you two. Thank you. Good evening to you. I hope it's gonna be a good evening. Uh, uh <laughs> yeah. Well, we, well, we were on stream a a while ago, watching all this, uh, you know, unfold, and it still is unfolding. Yep. Yep. But I am. I'm a little. I have to say, but I'm a little miffed because uh, I went on Facebook, and this is my personal Facebook. And, uh, you know, I, I've been saying for the past couple of days that I've been, I've been skeptical of, I've been skeptical of 2021, right? Usually it's a new year and I'm fair optimistic and people, you know, people are, people are always like really optimistic of, you know, the new year because it's a new calendar year. And for some reason that means like there's a great reset and whatnot, <laughs> right? Well, I've been kind I've been saying that, you know, due to the events of the past year, you know, the 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 calendar change is just arbitrary, right? In in a sense, like we're still dealing with COVID, we're still dealing with the election stuff, especially, you know, now, as it were. So uh, you know, I've been kind of skeptical. And so I I just posted that uh, today, you know, I think validates that said skepticism, maybe. Um, and I had someone DM me or, yeah, message me, I guess, is the term on Facebook and be like, oh, well, today, today serves uh, you Trump supporters. Right. And uh, just the way they, the way they kind of, you know, said it really, usually it doesn't get under my skin, but just the way this person was snide about it, it kind of miffed me a bit. 
So I want to go back to the beginning, and at least for me, and guys, that afterwards, feel free to kind of jump in. I want to go back to why I originally supported Trump in the first place. And, and, and to be honest, folks, as some of you guys know, those of you who have been following me since, uh, you know, before the 2016 election, you guys will know that I was not originally a Trump supporter. Uh, I wasn't anti-Trump. I kind of thought that he was, that maybe he was a joke candidate at first during the primaries. I wasn't really sure if he was serious or not about winning, but as I've said before, I'm a student of uh, Andrew Breitbart. I kind of consider myself a, an Andrew Breitbart conservative, if there is such a term. And in Breitbart's final CPAC speech, he said that he would support whoever the candidate is against the left because, you know, being conservative is just better than the left is all around. Whether that, you know... So even if even if Bush had been the nominee, I would have gladly voted for Jeb Bush. You know, may, I would have, you know, grinned and, you know, maybe... I would have, you know, kind of gagged and kind of on my nose, but I would have done it. So, you know, I wasn't the biggest Trump guy at first, but I wasn't counting him out either. I, I gave him a fair shake. And what began to happen is as Trump, you know, became more and more, you know, successful in the race, I ended up you know, following him more and more, and I, I was like, well, there's something to this guy, actually. And what ended up happening ultimately is these never-Trumpers came along, Ben Shapiro, namely among them, kind of ironic considering that he was supposedly Breitbart's protege. Very disappointing moment for me, by the way, because I was a fan of Ben. I, I, I was... I had him on the show, as I am known for. Uh, you know, he was the biggest never-Trumper, which to me was a big slap in the face to everything that, you know, Andrew, uh, you know, said. And look, I'm not saying that Andrew Breitbart would have been a Trump supporter uh, either, but I don't think Breitbart would have ne been never-Trump either. But ultimately, we don't, we don't know. What ended up... What ended up happening, though, is the Never Trump movement drove me to become a Trump supporter just because of that Never Trump stance. And I began to really understand the MAGA movement and what it stood for. And I can tell you unequivocally that the MAGA movement does not stand for hatred. It does not stand for... Um, bigotry, it does not stand for domestic terrorism, any of these things that the left is now, uh, you know, that they've been claiming for the past four years. In fact, what is happening today are mostly, I would say, bad actors. Yeah, there may be a few, you know, disgruntled, mentally ill Trump supporters, but they're in the vast minority and i am so sick of 
people continually bring up Charlottesville and now lodging this in with Charlottesville and blaming the entirety of, you know, MAGA on what's happening. Today What today is the culmination of, if anything, of, as we said earlier, of people getting sick and tired of, you know, COVID, sick and tired of the establishment on both sides. The, the people... Peaceful people are, are sick and tired of this, but also none of us are condoning, you know, rushing the Capitol building. Uh, it's unfortunate that that Air Force uh, veteran was shot. And it really is. It's a, it's a tragedy, and I'm hoping that nothing more happens. But I am... Folks, to be quite honest, I am pissed off that we're still, that people are still missing the point of MAGA. Even when I've explained it to them in detail, what's, what it's about. And it, and if you think that it's going away because Trump is no longer president or won't be soon. Let me tell you, the MAGA movement is bigger than Trump. It is. And also, the fucking QAnon people. QAnon is a very small minority of internet LARPers. I'm not associated with them. Nobody, hell, I've made fun of QAnon. Versa has made fun of QAnon. We've made fun of QAnon together. It's a LARP. People know it. You know, it's so, so something. Oh, you're you're one of those QAnon faggot re retards. No, I'm not. And if you think I am, you clearly, you clearly haven't listened to this show. Anyway, folks, I'm just like I said. I'm just kind of pissed off at people's ignorance. Tonight, and that's my fucking opening rant. There goes the channel. <laughs> Take a drink, then. Oh no, man. Talking about the. Yeah, I, I know you're talking about that F word, but hey, we can take a swig for that too. Every time that we, you know, drop a, or we get, I don't know, what would you call it? Every time we give them ammo to annihilate our channels. You gotta take a swig. That's literally every like minute. I oh, know. <laughs> you have to survive that. That's why I like, drink milk, boy. You'll get like, oh man, become a fucking cow at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, uh, if anybody does want to catch what Sam was talking about, the coverage we were doing earlier, right out, this was all breaking. You can head on over to Versa Media, YouTube.com forward slash. Fuck, is it like Versa? I think it's Versa Media Channel. That'll get you there. I'm going to double check the link to that because it's like YouTube didn't have Versa Media available. So you have to think of some obscure shit. But yes, it's youtube.com forward slash Versa Media Channel. That'll bring you to our channel. Please hit subscribe. Please subscribe to Sam's channel if you haven't already. Please follow us on Twitter at Versa News Media. 
tagging stay up with us and one thing i will say because i've already said a lot before um my biggest message tonight is and i post this on all my social medias because i genuinely am worried about this for people that don't understand how social media works for uh, not just Trump sports, but anybody that's fun, controversial, or interesting. You need to right now get all. If you're a big channel, you're probably not listening to us uh, unless you're Owen Benjamin. Well, is Owen big? No, not really. He's big-ish, but I doubt he's listening to us right now. I doubt he is. But hey, if you are somebody that has a decent following, you're building a following, whatever it is. You need to get all of your followers' emails and phone numbers right now. If you are a smaller channel like us, or you're just an average Joe with a few friends on Facebook and Twitter, you need to get all of your friends and followers' emails and phone numbers right now because there's a big purge coming. It's going to be on social media. It's going to be on probably even credit cards and banks and other things, but there's a big purge coming, even on Discord too. Even on DLive, even on, I don't know, it doesn't matter. If you are on a service, there is a purge coming. You need to get everybody you care about's phone number and email immediately because if it's it's going to happen. And I don't know if you're going to get whacked from it. Who knows who's going to get whacked, but people are going to get whacked. And you want to have that contact info before it's too late and you can't get it. So get it now. It's why I don't use Messenger as much as other people do. That's why I don't use any of these things, I always get emails and phone numbers because they can't take that from you. At least not yet. They can't take this from you. So you need to get them while you can. And encourage other people to do the same. Because, like I said, you got to get an app before it's too late. Yeah. So... so Gentlemen, where do we go? I guess, I mean, there's still shit breaking, obviously. But I guess, where do we go from here? Hmm. I think, you know, yeah. Or, or is it too early to ask that question? Maybe I'm prematurely asking that question, but I don't know. I'll see, you know. I think we need to go make a big deal about this and start fucking uniting with people that will fuck over the established like like literally at any fucking cost yes i totally agree because i think my saying i'm gonna say for every freaking day till we win is anytime somebody says oh the democrats are the enemy they're so awful blah 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 i will stop them and say look the that's look no, the Republican establishment is the real enemy. The establishment in general is the real enemy, not the Democrats. Look, we all want to defeat the Democrats, but you need to defeat, we need to defeat the Republican establishment before we can defeat the Democrats. I mean, it's simple because if we can't get good candidates, we're not going to win. We're not going to be the Democrats. If we can't get our side right, we're not going to beat the other side. Look at... What has the establishment given us? What have they given us in 2008? They gave us uh, John McCain. He lost. What did they give us in 2012? They gave us fucking Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan, and they lost. What did they give us 
in 2016, Jeb Bush, and he lost to Donald J. Trump, who won the presidency. So it's very clear and very obvious that the the future is Trump, the future is populism, the future is America first and MAGA. So you got to get rid of the establishment. They're the ones holding us back. They're the ones trying to screw us over and keep the MAGA America first movement from growing anymore. So you got to get rid of them. got to get them all out. Vote them out. We need to name them and shame them. Everyone that is a part of the establishment, everyone that's condemning Trump tonight, everyone that's blaming Trump tonight, everyone that's been a never-Trumper, Ben Shapiro, Dan Crenshaw, all these people. You need to name them, expose them, shame them, show people that shit, vote them out. Run MAGA America First candidates, support them, share their information, share their shit, encourage people to vote for them. You need to get the establishment out and get the MAGA people in. It is the only way forward. We, we do, I have to say, we got to kind of pause our fight with the Dems. Got to focus fully on this because this is what needs to happen. Look, I disagree with some people on the right on a lot of things. But if you agree with me on getting rid of the establishment and fighting the establishment and you're optical and you're smart, I am 100% on your side and we'll fight alongside. Groypers are a great example. Look, I agree with people like Nick Fuentes on probably a lot of things, but disagree on some big things. And he's got he's done some things, said some things I don't like and have turned me off in many ways. But guess what? At the end of the day, we're heading in the right direction. We both agree the establishment's shit. We need to get rid of them. We both agree we need to put America first. So, hey, we could probably work together. We can work with Milo. We can work with Gavin. We can work with all these people. We need to, dare I say, <laughs> unite the right. And this time, do it properly. No wignats. No unoptical people. No white nationalists, no white supremacists, none of that stupid shit, which is obviously morally wrong, but just strategically stupid. Get rid of that. Not, Only no cool people. No backyard streaming comedians. Yeah. In air, in air quotes. <laughs> Do we have to drink on that one? I mean, you didn't name drop it, but I, 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 I didn't say I didn't I didn't say his name, but heck, I'm 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 drinking my second. Uh, yingling of of the evening because uh if if there if i mean i drink on hump day anyway but if there's any wednesday where there's an excuse for a beer it's today so cheers to you watching and cheers to you guys so thank you yeah yeah i mean i agree and i i think we can do this it's just when you get real stupid you're like q get that shit out no q like Again, name and shame it. Q is dumb. Uh, Q is fake also, and gay. Yeah. Also, please stop asking me what... Q, th this This goes to the same person on Facebook who I'm pretty sure is either watching this and or listening to it in podcast. Please stop asking what Q Anon is. I have no idea. Okay? And that's the thing. Nobody knows what the fuck... QAnon even is it's it's a LARP you know I as I've said before I think the whole purpose of QAnon how they get you is to figure out what it is it's it's like one of those it's like one of those stupid never-ending you know shows or something that just like keeps that like you know 
they just keep throwing plot twists in, but there's never really any resolution. If Yeah, that makes I sense. mean, we've beaten it to death, like, over the past few episodes, because it's one of those things that started off that the left would, like, lose their shit over. And I'm like, dude, nobody believes this shit, especially Zoomers. I mean, Zoomers still don't believe in it, but these fucking boomers, man, on Facebook and Twitter, they get infected with it. And it's really Facebook's where they got infected with Q. And they contracted the Q virus and long before the coronavirus, and it's just so stupid. They fall for this. And Cernovich actually had a good tweet about just a few minutes ago. He said the QAnon stuff brain rotted a lot of people who in their personal and professional lives are complete pros. The most powerful mass delusion I've seen in my lifetime, even more powerful than Russiagate. I mean, he's tr it's, it's true. It's shocking It's some of the it's people true, believe but in it. but but what irritates me is but what irritates me too is when people think that we're a part of it. That's Oh, God, that's what man. pisses me. That, that's what pisses me off more. That and that's what it, that's what I'm talking about. It's like no, I don't know what it is, and I'm not wasting my, I'm not wasting my time on trying to figure out what it is. Alex, are you a Q So. operative? Yes. <laughs> Sam, are you a Q operative? <laughs> Got him. He's Q. Oh, oh, yeah, he's choking there. Well, apparently, apparently, I'm a Q operative without even knowing I'm a Q operative. Yeah, man. Like, like I, I kid, I kid you not. Okay, so I got this email like last year, like around April, where some, where some guy emailed my show. email that goes through my like my website has a contact one of those contact form things where you can email me and it goes to my inbox so some guy emailed me and he was claiming to be like a special he was claiming to be like a, a special agent like a a retired cia Special. guy Yeah, and he emphasis he on the word special. he he wanted to come on my he wanted to come on my show and he was like going to drop all these docs and he, he was going to drop like all these documents on me. Oh, And on you. yeah, he was going, he was going to, he, he like sent me some links to some stuff that was like, you know, all about like government, like involvement in like, you know, the drug wars and like pet pedo, you know, rings. Like it wasn't, It wasn't stuff that made any sense. Like, it was out there, right? And he wanted to come on my show. So, like, I asked him, like, I was kind of playing, I was kind of playing along. Like, I was like, wow, you know, like, why don't you take this to, like, Joe Rogan or to Rush Limbaugh or someone, you know, with, like, with a much bigger presence? Why me? You know, like, I, I was just kind of, you know, and he's like, well, Sam, Whether you realize or not, you're part of Q's plan. You are a Q. He 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 basically did like the whole uh thing that Morpheus did to Neo in the Ma in the Matrix, like almost like line for line, like you are the you are the chosen one. So apparently, like I'm Q without even knowing I'm Q. You know, it, but it's like how many more of How many more you know people how many boomers or you know even like Gen Xers 
have because I've noticed it's a big thing with them too. How many of them have fallen have fallen for that exact same line? You know what I mean? Dude, it's just like it's so stupid. I mean, of all the things, fucking QAnon. It's just such this weird cryptic thing, and I I laugh at it, but it's annoying because you see these establishment people using it as the excuse, like, "Oh, Trump lost. Well, we lost Georgia because of QAnon and Trump." What happened today Yeah. was because of QAnon and Trump. It's like they they they're parroting what the left says. They're literally copying and pasting what the left says, saying everything bad that happens is because of Trump and QAnon. QAnon is just like it's like a cult, you know. It is not widespread. Most people don't know what it
can't go anywhere, you can't see people, you can't have fun, you can't live your life. And look, I understand when there's hard times, you have to take hard measures, but let people choose how they want to live and die. I mean, it's... Yeah. I think a lot of this, like... I mean, this is the one thing I've been wondering is, would we have had the rides over the summer if we didn't have COVID? Would we have had the Capitol being stormed if we didn't have COVID? I mean, maybe, like... Here's the thing. If George... if, if Let's say if... Let's say that COVID was around... And George Floyd still got killed. Like, let's say that everything... Let's say that everything except for COVID in 2020 still happened. I think we still would see riots over George, you know, Floyd's death because that's kind of B, that's kind of BLM's MO, so to speak. BLM wasn't even... Like, they were around a lot in, like, 2013, but they went radio silent. They did write in Ferguson, though, like in 20, you know, 15, though. So, like, you know, it's and people forget that. So it's not like George Floyd was their first, you know, is their first rodeo. So I think we still would have. I think we would have seen it maybe, but I don't think it would have been nearly as drastic. You know, I think I think, uh, you know, it was just fuel on the fire to you know the covid shit i think covid fueled a lot of like the mass rides because people felt like they had nothing to lose they were bored it was fine chance them to get out and like go wild i i think it just fuels things and could be like the, the tipping point the last the straw that breaks the camel's back I have to laugh at this one person in one of my college group me chats. He says about the uh, storming of the Capitol. He says, not going to lie, this gives me March on the Jedi Temple vibes. They did, but they weren't even killing people. I know. Uh, Still why funny. Are so terrible. This is terrorism. This is, like, if this no. is a terrorist attack, this has got to be the worst, like, you know, probably the worst terrorist attack I've ever seen. You know, maybe, I don't know, compare the one in, like, what was it, uh, Carolina or whatever, or Georgia? Like, it's not, ter- like, I mean, that's shitty fucking terrorist attack. They literally killed nobody, except, like, my person that died was from, like, from their side by a police officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, someone on, yeah, someone I follow on Twitter was saying, oh, my God, this is like the Russian Revolution, and they're staging a coup. Well, it's if that was their attempt at a coup, it was a pretty, you know, shitty attempt at one. Yeah, like how they keep calling it an insurrection. Like, yo, that makes it sound badass. Yeah, like no shots were fired on them by the police. Yeah. True. Yeah, you would think a group of a bunch of right wingers would be fucking armed. Nope. I mean, it's D.C., so who's going to risk it, especially after Enrique? Yeah. According to IG, Steven is active now. I just DM'd him. Translation. Morgan said, I missed your face, Sammy. Aw. Yeah, Morgan Morgan was one of the original... uh, He was also one of the people who left uh, Owen's cult 
uh, with me, and Benny was in the the danger zone, and really, then he then he went MIA for a while, and this is the first time in like I think a year and a half I've seen him. So yeah, welcome back to the uh, welcome back to the Savage Express, uh, Morgan, and welcome to the Mod Squad. So Savage um, sounds like a fucking like fruit fruit uh fruit um which call it thing i am not salad fruit a fruit roll up or no like like a like a oh, fuck soda like a fruit like soda or like specialty drink stand yeah well i mean you know michael michael savage already has the savage nation although Hmm. Although it although it's really funny because when I when I started this channel people were like, dude, fuck Michael Savage. You're you're Savage Sam. And you know, he stole he stole his savage name from you, so you know. I'll I'll take it. I don't know if this is true. I need to fact check this, but apparently some of those people that stormed the Capitol stole hard drives. Did they? I don't know. I said I need to fact check it. You if know, I feel track, like that's that'd be great. Shit, you know, bro. John Podesta's password is password. I I don't think they had the best security. Well, like they they their fucking outlook open. Like you could do so, like so much damage could have been done. Yeah, but yeah, but but see, uh, but see, the other thing is like is again, and I hate I hate to keep bringing this up, but a lot of these politicians are. Like, are you really surprised that Podesta's password is password? Like, he's, like, he's a, he's a boomer, and, like, a lot of these people have, a lot of these people have their interns and staffers do all the technical Yeah, but usually they have, like, stuff. policies on that shit, you know? It's like, I, I wouldn't well, think they'd be that stupid. Well, yeah, they have, they have policies, of course, but, like, you know... But like every company and you know, in school and whatnot, like, yeah, we all have policies, but do people follow them by the letter? Mm, no. Well, like, so. oh, the other thing too is like when you have accounts for a lot of these things, especially if it's like the company that gives it to you or the government, they'll give you a password and a username. They know these boomers would forget it or they'd write it down on their device. <laughs> I could see like, them doing that. Like a company where you have to actually like hire them and you can be fired for stuff like that. Like they're fucking elected officials, right? They don't have like they can't really be fired for like IT shit. Yeah, I don't have a lot of confirmation on this. The only verified account that said this was Nicole Arbor, who's a comedian, uh, but I think she's conservative. It says the hard drives in the offices in the Capitol have been taken by citizens. Yeah, but also Nicole Arbor joined the MAGA movement literally like ten minute, ten minute, minutes ago. She oh, was she a grifter. She's a she's a thought. She's kind of like a thought grifter, I guess. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I I tap I I tap that. I I knew who she was before she was MAGA. So she like I'm you you you've seen her like if I were to send one of her videos I guarantee you you would know who she she was she was she was one of those early YouTubers like Philip DeFranco who just did like jump cut jump cut jump cut in order to do a video mm -hmm. so 
Interesting. Yeah, I've heard her name before, but obviously haven't looked into her much. Looks like they're doing something on the floor here. I can't quite tell, but Uncle Mike is receiving a bunch of papers. Catboy says the only solution to this shit is balkanization succession. Well, I don't think I, I I think the solution is coming together and like having a discussion, Fat Catboy. I I think that that's what the solution is, but that's not going to happen. So I mean if you really want to think about it, if if we really want to get philosophical here, we're already kind of balkanized on social media and whatnot. And, you know, in other ways, people don't want to have... We've kind of, we've kind of balkanized and succeeded, you know, ourselves, more or less. Yo, there's a tweet by Scott Greer where he says, In 2011, left-wing protesters stormed the Wisconsin State Capitol while it was in session. Nobody called it a terrorist attack. It's like, this shit's happened before. Obviously, the Capitol hasn't been stormed to, what, 1812? Since that was the last time that shit happened, but selective outrage once again. Oh. Why is Nazi trending on Twitter? God damn it. Oh, Trump's just like Hitler. He's a Nazi. Mm. You know, I don't think the Nazis went unarmed into the Reichstag to take power. I think they had guns and they yeah. killed them. I think the not what was that? The the long knives. I think that was a uh, a bit more brutal than this. Yeah, I don't think that you know this wasn't targeting Jews. I mean, unless you want to go and say that, you know, how sort of like the Congress is, you know, the same thing, which, you know, that's a separate, you know, talking point. But I don't think you can really compare the two, especially like one of the biggest pictures, like it's some dudes like Mexican or whatever. I noticed that. I thought that was like hilarious that they're, you know, they, they think it's all it's a bunch of old white men. Hispanic guy right in the center. Yep. I don't want to tell you about that. I wonder if Baked Alaska was at this. Oh, no, he's still arrested, isn't he? He's still in jail. What do you for this yep. time? Is that for macing somebody? Yeah, it's for his autistic macing. Yeah, well, fucking him and uh, Christian have something in common. Bruh, it's so stupid. <laughs> That guy's the biggest grifter ever. I mean, associating with him at this point is just stupid. We love our cops, our law enforcement. Is that what he says? No, well, no, that was that was the stupid ass song that like Baked Alaska <laughs> made that made him. That That's made what him put him on the map. Yeah, he he made like this really stupid, and uh, and. He made this really stupid pro cop like rap song that like has not. I mean, it was it was cringy when it when it came out, and like now it has like especially today it it just it was bad when it came out, but it has it, it's aged even worse. 
you know what they should do is do that but like show like a montage of like play the song and then do like a montage for all the times that like cops you know like shot and it like did stuff that pissed off the right like started arresting proud boys and like shooting that like one lady on the capitol mm. like that'd be funny like it's got me propaganda brew brew city if if you're in if you're in chat right now please please do that we we have we have some people in the in this channel that do edits so yeah please I I have I I can get you the track. I will send I will I will email someone the track if they can if they can do that. So uh Davy Krakow says that Baked Alaska was in DC, I guess. So like honestly it wouldn't even be that hard to make that video, you just need fucking movie maker and pictures. Bruh, movie maker, what is this? This is 2005. I mean, make it with a tape deck if you really wanted. I mean, I, I mean, I could, I could, I, I could do it. I have, I have Final Cut, but like, I'm still, I'm still learning, so I'm not like, I'm not the best editor. Just easy. You could make that shit in fucking PowerPoint. <laughs> I could do it for you too. I gladly do that. I mean. It's it's funny. I mean, wasn't Baked also the one that started the Yang Gang? Didn't he do the Yang Gang video? Yeah, he did. He made the song after you know he was he saw the way that things were going. He wanted to be part of the Coipers, I guess. He wanted to hop on every trend. Like first it was Trump, then it was the alt right, then it was Yang Gang, then it was Groipers. Now it's macing people in the fucking streets. Yeah, fucking who did it better, him or Chris Chan? <laughs> That's like, a like, meme and macing someone on the street then like compare that to like when Chris Chan maces the GameStop employee over Sonic Hedgehog <laughs> oh god Mitt Romney the best way we can show respect for the votes who are upset is by telling them the truth oh Mitt oh fuck you Mitt oh great yeah we know the truth man it's your fucking traitor Get him out. The the fact that people, I mean, let's be honest, Mitt is basically talking to himself. No, like, not even the boomers like Mitt anymore. Yeah, not even the fucking Mormons really do. But I guess yeah, you know, someone they got. So no, bro. One of the stupidest things is when you were talking like some of these Republicans. I learned this from the campaign. In certain areas, think like, oh, you know, this is a still more neocon area. You know, we, we want to bring out the suburban film. I'm like, yeah, so we're gonna do shit for Trump, right? No, 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 no. We can't have we can't have much Trump shit. Like these people are like Romney, McCain types. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like literally, what happened in 2018, 2020? Trump wasn't on the ballot. Turnout goes down. Trump brings out people that normally don't vote for Republicans before, like. Got you. These people don't get it. Like I've seen so many stupid takes. I just like I'm just like, dude, sit down. Like all these people, I'm not even gonna like debate them anymore. I'll just be like, sit down. Shush. Wise up. That's maybe that'll be my thing. I'll just pick wise up. Learn. Read a book. <laughs> that should be it. 
Baked was uh, Baked was in Pelosi's office, according uh, apparently with no, Nick. No, that, that's that's a fake. I've seen that. That's a fake image. They were sharing that, and they were like, oh, the white supremacist Nick Fuentes, an alt-right e-celeb, uh, baked Alaska or at the Capitol, and it was totally fake. You know, it'd be fine the fucking Paul brothers somehow found their way into the Capitol. <laughs> like, I could... Oh, God. I could you know what? You know, I, I think... Uh, I think... Also, Julia Rose is going to somehow find a way to insert herself into this too at some point. That's uh, that's Jake. That's Jake Paul's e thought girlfriend. Oh, who... model. Isn't he breaking up with her? Or is... No, Logan's breaking up with his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh... Dude, could you imagine dating those fucking douchers? Oh God. Like when they broke into the oval, like to the fucking Capitol building. Like I'm surprised no one just hid for like out, and then just like came out later, like during this, and been like, "Screw you guys." That would've been funny. Well, well, well. Do you remember? Remember a few years ago, uh, like near the end of Obama's presidency, um, there there was that guy who, like who landed on the white house lawn entered the white house and was like joe rogan did a whole bit on it how there was a guy like walking around the white house for like 10 minutes so yeah there's uh, security it's like in many ways it is like top notch but like dude they have some fucking cracks in it well i mean they are government bureaucrats so at the end of the day so what do you expect so yeah God, during Obama presidency, like flew the drone into the white, like I think it was into the White House, and it was actually like some dude who was drunk, like a employee. Oh really? Yeah, there was like a drone. They like flew it around through there, and like it was back when drones were like the new thing. Mm-hmm. I remember like, that. There was a there was a guy <laughs> there was a guy, there was a guy back in the uh in the nineteen eighties who uh who like broke into the queen's uh who bro- i can't remember whether it was buckingham or wherever the queen was lived they the royal family or something anyway there was a guy who i think broke into into one of the palaces and was in like broken wandered around left and broke in again and then woke woke the queen up like it made national it made like international news that this guy had broken in twice. And that was like, that was almost like 35 years ago that that happened. So, you know, so breaking into government buildings is not, uh, if you do it in the right, the right time, it's sometimes not as hard as you'd think. Like, like, especially the Capitol building, because they did at least at one point in time do tours of it. Hmm semi-public and the white house does those christmas tours yeah but like for stuff like this you know it's different yeah don lemon looked dead into the camera and said to trump you are the worst of the worst and someday in the future that will be all anyone will remember of you nope no sir we're known as the fucking best president ever 
Dude, I'm well, just so tired of this shit. Like, it's like after Charlottesville. Something totally unconnected to, you know, Trump. They just pounce hard on it. And they're like, he is the worst president ever. This is his worst moment. It's one of the worst moments in American history. Like, they just go freaking at it. I'm like, what did he, he do? Ever, how the fuck did he get more votes than Obama? Yeah. And I, 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 I love how, I love how they're acting like Don Lemon is like a big rebel or something too. It's like, it's like, it's like, no, Don, you're on, you're on, you're not the one who's banned. You're not the one you're like, you're on, you're on fucking national cable TV saying this, like with your producers and, in like, in in your, you know, like corporate control room Mm -hmm. and whatnot yeah they think they're all hot shit like they're like they're the fucking you know nirvana coming onto the scene it's like no you guys are the fucking record companies like what what are you you're nothing special you're nothing like going against the grain yeah not when the big fucking corporations all support you yeah Look who supports them, and look who supports Trump. Mm-hmm. Which one's the rebel, and which one's the establishment? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 always just it's like a fucking endless cycle. That's how I wonder with Biden. What are they gonna do now? Because they love Trump for their ratings. Are they gonna still keep bringing him up and bashing him and like blaming him for shit, or are they gonna well, it, find somebody it's funny. else? It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, Keith Olbermann, that washed out, you know, mm-hmm. sports co- commentator or whatever he's doing. I'm not even sure he does sports anymore. He has said that he's still going to keep an eye on Trump. Like that, like Trump derangement syndrome has literally become that guy, that guy's grift. And I mean, I, I actually... Did I ever tell you guys my Keith Olbermann story? No, please do. So, okay, so, like, seven seven years ago, it, it was literally the month I, I had just moved here from Florida to Colorado. Um, and I went to the mall with my mom, and she went into a couple of stores that I didn't want to go into. So I was waiting and I was waiting by like one of those couch areas that had like, you know, a couple couches, a coffee table. And they, they had ESPN on, but they had ESPN 2 on. And uh, Keith Alderman was on. So I tweeted out. Like, I just tweet out, like, hmm, I didn't know that Keith Olbermann had a show on ESPN again. You know, furthermore, ESPN, too. I'm kind of surprised. Just just an, just an innocuous tweet, right? Mm-hmm. So then I, I send that out, and literally, like, two minutes later, I see... Reply from Keith Olbermann. 
I don't appreciate your tone, young man. I don't like what, what you... Did we lose Sam? Um, TV, I didn't know you were that you were still relevant. So he, uh, so he tweets back at me like, uh, son, this is one battle you do not want to get into. <laughs> so, so I just like, I just like started tweeting back, back and forth, forth but no, it, it gets better because he's on, I'm like, I'm watching his show, right? And then I noticed that like, as he cuts to commercial break at one point, I see him grab his phone, like as it's cutting to commercial and, you know, reach out to type something. I figured out that he was like, that he was tweeting back at me during commercial breaks, uh, basically. And, uh, you know, in between his show. So eventually he, so eventually he blocked me. And so for a while on my bio, I had proudly blocked by Keith Olbermann on my, uh, on my Twitter handle. That's so awesome. that, so that was fun. And then, and then I guess that account of it, like he changed accounts and then I was unblocked. So, you know, boo. But yeah, that was a, I was blocked by him for like, you know, like five years. That, that was, that was fun. So, dude, that's you should print that out. It's a badge of honor. There, I, I actually got, I actually got like, I actually got written up in some like blogs for that. So that was, that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I don't have, I almost got blocked by Lauren Southern, but it didn't happen. I know Phil did. But I don't know. Maybe I got lost in her mentions. I don't know. Or maybe I I, I got her and couldn't do it because I called her out in the right way. But dude, blocks are a fucking badge of honor if you get it from the right people. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, I wish times were simpler like that again. Yeah. So what happens when you take the red pill. There's, it's it's a, a, a jolt of reality that comes with a cost. We were in the blue pill till 2016, then boom. We entered the red pill and now we have people storm the fucking capital. Depends on what you define as a red pill. Um, I mean, because I was like, like personally, I would say that me following Andrew Breitbart back in 2011 was kind of my awakening, at least how the media worked. Uh, you know, which was a big kind of red pill moment for me. But he, I get what I get what you're what you're saying. Uh, yeah, some people it happened to sooner and later, but the, 
for the general country as a whole like i mean culture and society changed and politics of course in 2016 like it's hasn't been oh the yeah same. for sure and it's it's and a red pill it's it's the red pill generation red pill movement red pill times i mean whatever you want to call it it's things are different that's why i'm i am so optimistic and hopeful just despite all the setbacks despite anything bad that happens it's like look we have entered a time of great awakening great change you know i i can't be a doomer now i mean i just can't and uh okay so this is an this is actually a question i want to ask so how long do you guys think Biden has as POTUS, assuming he gets in? Um, I give him two years. Uh, I see. I'm with I'm with Davy on this one. Uh, Biden lasts six months due to medical issues, and then we get Kamala. The the guy is not is not well, like 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 that like that's the other thing. Call me cons call me a conspiracy theorist. You know, of of course I'm already linked to the truth movement somewhat, so it it doesn't matter. But I mean, Biden just he's not doing well. Um. Yeah, I th I still think they're gonna keep him in for the full term. Honestly, or one thing I could see. Even though I think he would run for the second term, I could see him do one term and have Kamal run for the, uh, you know, the next one for twenty twenty four. But I really don't think they they'd swap him out for Kamal. I think it's more useful to have it the way it is for them because you know Biden will keep is a puppet. Kamala's like kind of a puppet, but. In many ways, you know, she she's smart enough and fierce enough that she would go rogue if she wanted to or just say fuck it to some things. Whereas Biden's too just fucking stupid and, like, outdated to even do that. The one thing I will give Ben Shapiro credit for, because I, I do listen to his podcast just to see what he has to say sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and the one thing he did say that I thought was interesting was that Kamala was very much she's she's kind of the female Barack Obama. She's a radical, but she's also a schemer somewhat. She has she has Obama's apparent charisma. Um, you know, that she's going to so like like I'm not saying I like Biden, but out of the two, I think I would prefer that Biden stay in as long as possible. But I think I think the left is also going to try and do whatever they can to get Biden out of the way as soon as possible so that they can install Kamala, who is more radical. You know, but mm -hmm. then again, you, you might be right, but... You know, I, I, I definitely don't think Kamala is going away anytime soon, unfortunately. See, I, I kind of disagree with Ben's take that Kamala is a female Obama. I think they wanted her to be, but it became a forced meme because she really, I mean, I thought she was going to get the nomination, but 
you know, she got the second best thing. I think she's more of like she that's what she wants to be, but she just isn't. She wants to be the female Obama, but she isn't. She no. doesn't have it all. No, no, and I I don't think she I don't think I don't think she is, but I think that's how some I think Ben's saying that that's how a lot of Democrats see her, which I have actually heard some some Dems say that. Um, generally, look, Obama on the surface has the likability factor. She does. Kamala, Kamala does not. Yeah. She could have, but she doesn't. And that's what I'm always saying is that she's like, it's like what she wants to be. She wants to be the female bomb, but she isn't. And I think it's more useful for them to have her as a VP because it's kind of like Dick Cheney. Yeah, you're not the president, but you're running the show secretly, you know, behind the scenes, second in line. So she is basically was... going to be the president, but she's so you think about. She, so you think she'll you think she'll pull you think she'll pull a you think she'll pull a Dick Cheney. <laughs> and be the puppet master. Absolutely. And I think that's where my prediction of her, you know, getting the nomination kind of wasn't, uh, you know, people mocked me. They're like, oh, you got it wrong. I was like, did I? Did I? <laughs> because look at where we are. It's like she kind of had the nomination getting the VP slot because we knew the VP would be controlling Biden. And she got it. So she got the, the, the next best seat in the House, maybe the better seat because – you have less attention on you when you're the VP, so there's that. And and did did anybody see that she uh pretty much ripped off that freedom story that she had, where she said, "Oh, I was a little girl in the it, during the civil rights movement, and the cop asked me what I wanted, and I said freedom." Yeah, yeah. And that was ripped off from a playboy interview with martin luther king yeah she literally plagiarized the greatest civil rights like leader in the country martin luther king that everybody like makes statues for and bows down to but nobody cares nobody cares nope yeah yeah it's pretty bad and you know the georgia results pretty much well i mean let's not only that let's let's not forget that she called joe biden a racist, racist. yeah she did well a racist and a, a rapist too i'm I, or like a sexual predator at one point i'm pretty sure uh-huh. right but then but then but then once she got the nominee oh my god oh my god I've been friends with Joe for 25 years. I worked with his son. Uh, You know, I worked with his son to reform criminal, to reform criminal, criminal justice. Meanwhile, meanwhile, she has the highest black incarceration rate in San Francisco Mm -hmm. as um, district attorney, which interestingly enough, I did a stream on that very thing when she became like the nominee and the excerpt of that, like I, I clipped that specifically 
Mm-hmm. The stream didn't get taken down, but the excerpt clip where I talked to her, where I talked to a criminal justice record, did get taken down. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that many views, but you know, which is the other surprising thing. But still, wow. Oh, one thing too, talking about things getting taken down. There's a lot of people spreading that this more disinfo, like, this way it kind of annoys me really badly about a lot of these events and these, you know, echo chambers online. Is the guy with the bullhorns that was uh, storming the Capitol, a lot of people were saying he's Antifa. And Elijah Schaefer is debunking that. He says, people keep saying this guy's Antifa, BOM. He is not. Stop spraying disinfo. I spoken to him in depth on camera in Arizona. He's a huge supporter of QAnon and regularly walks around with a sign saying, quote, Q sent me. <laughs> How does this stuff keep spraying stick to the facts? Oh, God. These fucking cute people. Imagine holding a sign, Q sent me. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Dang, Q's like a, they're fucking prophet. They're gods, some of these people. Yeah, he says, I'm not claiming I know what side he's on. Just talk to him a lot about Q. And those that know him personally tell me he's a great patriot. So I'm just think, saying the BOM tie doesn't make sense. Mm, that makes sense. Fucking Q. Yeah, uh, Davy and Morgan, you you missed my uh, epic rant at the beginning of uh, the show. I'm I'm a bit I'm a, I'm a bit more calm now that I've had some of my beer. But man, I was. I was fired up at the beginning of of the stream. So. Yeah, you were coming in hot. Uh, also, also, sorry guys. I know that I know that you guys are never getting monetized on YouTube because of that rant. But yeah, that's okay. Man, we're not for the money. We're in it for the fun. Well, who who knows? You know, we might have a certain group project that, uh, you know, we might I might invest some of that uh, Streamlabs money into at some point. So. Oh, really? You got money from Streamlabs? Oh, from the super chats. Yeah. Oh, nice. No, I I I, I wish Stream I I wish Streamlabs was was a sponsor. So <laughs> that would be that would be awesome, but I doubt they would like the content of my uh stream slash podcast. So Yeah. Apparently there's a rumor, I know this is a little off topic, but apparently there was a rumor going around and I saw it too today that um wait is this um, I don't know, something different. But I was hearing like that 
Cyberpunk 2077 has like lost 80% of its gamers, which I don't know how really true that actually is, but it makes some sense because, you know, once you beat the story a lot, people will like stop playing for a bit or change it up to something else, so. Yeah, I mean, I already beat the game, so what's yeah. the point? Oh, apparently that story that I was posting where it was like all these devs supposedly talking about the state of the studio and everything, and they were talking about Keanu. Remember that thing I was rattling off? Like CD Projekt Red even sent out a tweet saying, normally we don't comment on rumors, but this time we want to make an exception as this story is simply not true. Of course they're going to say that, though. Mm. So... Never, never mind, Alex. I was going to ask you a question, but might not be good on a live stream. I'll, I'll ask it off, offline in case anyone wants to play Cyberpunk without spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers, bruh. I saw him play yeah. one yet, but wait, I don't. GPS? I, I don't. I personally don't care about spoilers. I don't even have like an. I don't have even. I don't even have a PS4. Here, you, you, I how would you have felt if somebody spoiled you that uh, Mandalorian season two finale? I would have been pissed. Exactly, probably. man. That's how I feel about yeah. spoilers now. I used to like. I don't know. I. I mean, I've never liked spoiling, but like with social media and all these shows getting like, yeah, well, there's big surprises or big twists, like, especially Game of Thrones or something like that. Dude, if I was spoiled on certain things, I would just be enraged. I remember... Did you... Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Alex actually spoiled The Last Jedi's ending for me. And initially, I was like, oh, man, why did you have to spoil that? But, like, once I saw the movie, I was like, nah, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't... Did you... It um... doesn't matter. It's shit. So you saw the ending of, of The Mandalorian, right? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. I'm glad did I you knew see nothing the, about that. Did you see that Pablo Hidalgo... Uh, yeah, made, dude. Made, he's being an asshole to fans. Well, he made, he made fun of Star Wars Theory, which, for those of you who don't know, for those of you who aren't nerds like us, Star Wars Theory is probably the biggest independent like star wars channel on youtube mm -hmm. and he and he got emotional like he was he was he was crying on his live stream when luke skywalker uh came back and for those who you know i i just found this out but star wars theory had cancer when he was a kid and luke skywalker was like one of his you know, like as a kid, as a kid, you know, dealing with cancer, like Luke Skywalker was one of his heroes that kind of helped him get through that. So, you know, he's been very emotionally tied to the character. So seeing Luke return on the Mandalorian, uh, you know, was emotional for him. And Pablo Hidalgo just kind of shit on him. And, uh, you know, like... People were people were getting outraged. Like, you know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny how how he shot himself in the foot over. It. So, uh, 
Well, Let's I've see. heard that, that that's not the first time that Pablo has done that a few times, and other people at Lucasfilm have done that a few times. And it's just, dude, don't shun your fans. I mean, that's just so stupid. I mean, I I can't believe this even has to be like told to them. Like, hey, don't make fun of the people that are literally crying over your content and how much they love it. And well, I understand not everybody's gonna get that emotional over something. Maybe think it's like whatever, but dude, your fans are emotionally connected to your work. I mean, you should love that. And shows don't give a shit. Not only that, but don't don't shit on the biggest YouTube channel that is like literally helping people stay involved in your in your franchise. Yeah. You know, don't don't. Don't don't shit on a, a on a big channel as little helping promote your stuff. So honestly, th- honestly, that's how that's how stupid some of these companies are. Though they they bite, you know, they they hurt people who are who are literally trying to help them. Yeah. So it's like, what are you doing? I mean, if I was like Lucasfilm, I probably would have fired that guy if I saw that. People people are calling for his. Uh, People are calling for him to be fired, and look, uh, people are like, "Oh, well, that's cancel culture." No, no, it's not. No. It's it's people. It's uh, you know, people getting tired of bullies, and you know what? Like you said, Pablo Hidalgo has done this before, so yeah. Um, Jolly, think fast in chat. What? What's your what's your take on? I know that you're the, I know that you're the big probably the biggest Star Wars fan besides me in chat. So, uh, let's see. Nice, yeah, I love Star Wars. Uh, I mean, especially the man the Mandalorian. I think if Disney had started with that, I would have loved you know the future. But dude, they they made me hate something I love because of the sequels. Mm-hmm. But the well, I think awesome. that I, I think that's the case, you know, for the entire thing. Um, yeah. Uh, three olives in chat says, "What a shitty day." Uh, well, really. three olives. That that's why I am. That's why I'm drinking. So. Uh, Jolly asked, "What was the question again?" Uh, well, I'm flirting with Morgan. I, I haven't, I haven't forgotten you, Morgan. I can never forget, forget you. Uh, I, Jolly, I was just asking since you're a Star Wars fan, what do you think of the whole thing with Pablo Hidalgo, uh, shitting on fans, basically again? Yeah, he's such a dick, but, Pablo uh, Hidalgo. I remember yeah. I found out about him from that. Star Wars show they were doing on YouTube and they would like talk to him about stuff that's when I first heard about him but I knew nothing about him until these interactions with fans and people have the tweet screenshot even though he privated his account and and it makes it worse because he put that tweet as his banner on his Twitter of him mocking fans yes um now my favorite person in the star in the in the Star Wars universe right now is it Favreau or Filoni? Well, 
Okay, I love Favre and, and Filoni, but I have. But uh, aside from that, I have to admit I am a simp for. Uh, oh, Gina. Gina. Yeah. Yes. You. I will. I will admit to being a to being a simp for uh, Gina Carano. <laughs> so feel free to uh, feel free to make funny or what, but. Do yourself a favor and please Google her before you uh, do so. So, oh, Mandalorian season three got delayed, and he's going to be writing the Ahsoka series. Filoni. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm a little yeah. worried about is, uh, and I'm not going to spoil the ending to the Mandalorian for anyone, but the way they <laughs> end it, I'm kind of worried. Where, what are they going to do now? Because in many ways, the series could have literally like ended at this season. But there's a lot of shit that they set up that you know they're going to explore in a future season. Yeah. such a hit. Well, uh, yeah. Well, and the that? other thing I'm worried about, too, is I don't... I hope Filoni doesn't get tied into a bunch of other projects that hurt you know it's more quantity and less quality because he's going to be a writer on the book of boba fett ahsoka rangers of the new republic like disney's just pumping all these fucking shows out i'm like okay we're having oversaturation again this is we've been here before this is the problem we had before too many movies now we're gonna have too many shows well that's 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 what they did with that's what they did with marvel right yeah and I, I did say this to my mom the other day because she, I mean, she's been a big Star Wars fan since, I mean, she was in college when, you know, when Star Wars came out in 77. Mm -hmm. And, she, and you know, I grew up, I grew up with the prequel trilogy. Yeah, say what you will about them. But, like, going to see them, like, every two to three years was a big deal you know like in theaters like it oh, was a yeah. hall it was a holiday even even the sequel tri trilogies w was a big deal but now because they're making series and you know they're they're like you know they're coming out with new stuff like every year like i don't know it's it's kind of lost it's you know like special like like going to going to see star wars used to be a big event and it's not anymore. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's because, like anything, the more of it there is, the less value there is. And that's where you hurt yourself is if you're pumping out so much that you oversaturate it, it's less valuable because it's like, oh, it's just another Star Wars movie. When before it was like, no, this is a new Star Wars movie. We haven't had one in years. And you had to wait yeah. a decade between trilogies. I mean, it's. It just simply isn't gonna. It's not gonna be the same. You don't have the same level of quality when you do that. In a way, that's that's why I'm happy to be a James. That is why I'm still happy to be a James Bond fan because they're not cranking out James Bond fan films every year. That guy on the fucking YouTube on that on that stream, and he's like doing all these fucking hand motions. <laughs> yeah, he's waving his uh. His hands around trying to do some Jedi mind tricks. 
fuck's going on there? And it's like, well, Dr. Fucking Mask, like, oh, that's so, I'm so cool. I'm wearing a fucking mask when I'm speaking. Oh. I'm so, so, um, I'm so good. I'm so righteous. I can, f I'm going to go back to that for a second, see what he was saying. It's it's fun. It's funny watching this because on my stream I have it on mute, so to me it just looks like it just looks like a guy, you know, doing hand gestures. So, but yeah, Jolly says, I have the uh, video on mute because uh, it's yeah, just boring crap. But I'm gonna go back to it. Oh, he's from PA. Oh boy. Ooh. Oh, wait, I think he was calling out voter fraud. Oh, good. I think he was based. Where was he waving the hands? Because, yeah, he was really waving them. Let's see. Oh my god. Do they follow Robert's rules? Of course they probably do. Look at fucking Pensy's again. <laughs> he was laughing there. I'm the fucking burglar over there helping steal. <laughs> okay, so this so this is interesting. So YouTube or no, not YouTube. <laughs> Twitter, uh suspended Trump for posting a video but Facebook has not suspended Trump's page yet. No, they he did said, 24 hour suspension I thought. Well uh let me let me post this in Discord, then. They might have given him... They might have, like, given him a 24-hour suspension, but... Um... This is still showing up. For me, I put in Chad's chat. Well, no, his account is still gonna be there, but when they sus they suspend him from posting, it's like like I kind of put you in timeout, but your account's still there, sort of thing. It's the yeah. same thing with his Twitter. Like his Twitter's still there. Like I can access all his tweets, but he can't tweet. It's a weird sort of like, you know, uh, like half of a suspension almost you're suspended from posting but you're not your account isn't suspended yeah no yeah no uh hell of a, hell of a day mm -hmm. oh what do you think speaking of stars what do you think of the book of boba fett um, I'm more curious than anything. 
I what I want them to do is I I I like the idea of Boba Fett as a villain. Um because he is. Is he? But well what I don't want to have happen is for them to do Star Wars meets John Wick, which is what I feel like they're going to do. Dude, that'd be badass. And, I mean, it would be, but as a John, as like a John Wick fan, do we need? Wait, what's this, we... What what is this book of Boba Fett? What's going on with that? So when you mm. see the second season, this will make sense. But they're doing a Boba Fett TV show now. Which... Yeah, they're doing what? Yeah. On some, first of all, I think the title sounds really like stupid the book of boba fett like maybe there i bet when you watch the show you'll be like oh that's why it's called that but the the title sounds well, very unintimidating well they're also ripping off like uh they're also ripping off the title of like one of the one of like the punisher marvel comics from the 80s which i think is like the book of it's like the book of frank castle or like frank castle's books of blood or something like that or Oh really? Something, yeah, something like that. So basically, though, but it's a Boba Fett show, and they're bringing. I I do love that they've brought back the guy that played Jango Fett. That then void they like in the special editions they replaced the original Boba Fett voice with uh the guy that played Jango's to keep it consistent. So he is going to be Boba, and I mean. <sighs> I feel like Bo. I mean, it it sounds cool. I am intrigued, but you gotta be careful, with Boba Fett, because if you do too much of him, it kind of ruins it. Because he's kind of always that character that you only see a little bit of, and that's what keeps it cool. Is that he's got that mystique you don't really know a lot about. And same with Django. It's like you don't really see much of Django. It's like oh, they picked up this dude that's like a Mandalorian, maybe. And they've cloned him, and you don't really know a lot about him, just like Boba. So the the, the all of says probably won't be that good. He's like he's like an anti-hero now, which I mean, yeah. That I mean that's my one problem because mm. I mean to me, to me when the Mandalorian first started, like in the first season, I I kind of saw Mando as an anti-hero. So kind of is because he's like a bounty hunter, but he decides to make you know a a personal decision for the right for good reasons. Yeah, but at the so, same time, and and Boba Fett, is, so, I mean Boba Fett to me isn't a good or a bad guy. He's just a bounty hunter. He's kind of in that gray field. So why have another one, right? Yeah. That's where I don't quite understand. I mean, I know why yeah. they're doing this because fans love Boba Fett, but uh, I don't know what they're going to do. Well, with yeah, them. that. Yeah. Because you can't really make Boba Fett good, but you can't make him, like, evil either. I mean, I don't know. It's, it, I feel like it's probably not a good idea to make, like a sh- like, a show about him. Unless it's, like, a limited series. But who knows? It might be. Yeah, and that's what I hope they do with all these shows they've announced. Because they announced like six shows. I hope there's just one or two season shows. 
I know we're going to get like Dave's talking a lot with Mando. We're at least going to get uh, up to season five if everything go. Now, the other thing that people have to consider is with COVID, you know, being a thing now, what's going to happen? Right. Well, it's already delayed because of COVID and because of Filoni's helping out some of these other shows, but. I hope it gets delayed. I don't want it rushed and for them to fuck it up. Apparently, the I book mean, of Boba Fett is what Disney has won since buying Lucasfilm. According to Screen Rant. Fucking do it. What? Well, why well, they I mean, do it then? Yeah, I don't know. And yeah, he's gonna what the. the the Olive says, and he's going to rule over the crime syndicate. That's how it will work. A, a nice crime boss. Yeah, see, I wouldn't mind if they if they did that. Like, if if they made Boba Fett kind of like the Tony Soprano of the Star Wars universe, I could, you know, except for not that. that but if, but if they if they. If Dude, they made Boba Fett in this fucking season. Oh my god, he was Tony Soprano. <laughs> he was the Tony Soprano of Star of Star Wars. So <laughs> which which by the way, uh Jeff I, I I fucking love of course who doesn't love the Sopranos, but but Jeff started uh watching the Sopranos. So I heard a little bit of that before I had to turn yeah. off the stream. Wait, uh, did you turn off the stream already? No, no, no. I'm talking about their stream on Twitch. Yeah, the one, the one I did last week. So, uh, but... yeah, I, I, I do agree. I hope they don't turn Boba Fett into a good guy. But like, if you're gonna make a show about him, like, you're inevitably gonna have to make him a goodish guy, or else nobody's gonna watch it. Yeah, well, at least develop his character, you know. Like, in the original trilogy, let's face it, he just kind of stood around and looked cool. Yeah, oh yeah. But I think, again, it's one of those characters you gotta be delicate with. It's like, I'd like to explore, but not too much. Mm hmm I'll say a Django Fett one might have been. I know it's not what the fans would have wanted, but that might have been actually a better route, to be honest. I'm sure they'll get there eventually. The the now the the big news is uh, Star Wars: The High Republic, right? Oh, the comic like, series, yeah. Well, no, they're making a show too. Oh, are they? Yeah, but show. like it, it's it's being criticized and rightly so as like being as it as being like highly sjw oh, uh, no. yeah i don't know if they're making a show because i just still see the comic series okay well may well hopefully that's all it is yeah but uh isn't it kind of in the old Republic era? Supposedly, it's like before. Supposedly, it's supposed to be like before the the old 
or like yeah supposedly from what i understand it's supposed to be like before the new the old republic era so kind of like the first era of star wars so to speak It says it's set 200 years before the events of the Skywalker saga and 800 years after the fall of the Old Republic. So I guess it's between the Old Republic and the Age of the Republic, the Skywalker, you know, timeline. Yeah. Okay. Now, now we've talked about this before, but what I want is I want them to do the Old Republic era. I want them Yes. to do Revan, and Yes. I want them to do Revan as a man, damn it, and what the, what do the fans want? We want Keanu Reeves as Revan, See, damn that would it, be cool, that, but I feel like you would just see Keanu in it. Like, that's the problem, is you just see Keanu. You don't see the character, you know what I mean? I love Keanu, but I know Star Wars either intentionally Yeah. or unintentionally does this thing where they pick unknowns, and even when they pick known people, but they slip them in in a way that they really fully are their character. They're not Liam Neeson. They're not Ian McGregor. They are that character. Like, although to be honest, like before John, before Keanu kind of came back, right, as John Wick before made his big comeback, I always saw. Keanu as Revan, like, you know, playing the Coder games and then reading like the old Republic com comics as a kid. So it's not that far fetched. Now, you mentioned that, you know, like well known actors like Liam Neeson and e e Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor was an unknown actor before, Right. you know, the Phantom Menace. So, um, I, I mean, Look, if they have an unknown actor who can play Revan, go for it. Yeah. I think I know what you're thinking of, though. So, Star Wars The High Republic is the comic, but the TV version that they're making of, like, the last few days of that era is called Star Wars The Acop Acolyte. Yeah, it's Acolyte. That's how it's spelled. The Acolyte. So that's basically going to be the High Republic TV show. I think the Ahsoka one should be really interesting. Because it's probably going to deal with that Thrawn stuff, which I haven't... I never finished Rebels, so I don't know the full lore on that. But I'm in I'm I think in the middle it's going of to be season doing three. it. Dude, what did you think of Rebels? I mean, I'm not done with it, so like so far it's good. I'm in the midst of season three. Um my problem with him introducing Thrawn is purely nostalgia in the sense that I grew up with uh Thrawn from the Thrawn trilogy of the nineties. So to me, that's how I will always see, that's how I'll always see Thrawn. So I it's. never liked Rebels honestly it just I thought the animation was really bad and it just compared to the Clone Wars it was just not on the same level The one thing I like about, I'm still in the midst of the Clone Wars too. The one thing I like about 
Rebels is that it's a lot shorter. Mm. Too, like, See, that's what I loved about... I mean, what, where are you on the Clone Wars? Uh, I, like, I'm somewhere in the midst of season... Okay, so... Basically, I started the series on when it was still on Netflix. And mm, then... Yeah. And then when they pulled the plug on... And then, like, when, you know, when, when Disney Plus took over, I forgot where I, I forgot where I left off. So, I think I'm in the midst of season three. Okay. Somewhere. So, yeah, you're in the part where the first two seasons are good, but the show finds its form in season three when they start doing the, these, like, three to four episode arcs. That's when it's, like, really, really gets really good. And by the later yeah. seasons, it's awesome. The first two seasons of The Clone Wars, my biggest problem with it is, and again, yes, I know it's a kid's show, you know, as a whole, but the first two seasons are purely a kid's show. Right? Yeah, I haven't seen it as an adult, but I, mean, I, I started watching that show from the first episode and watched every episode when it aired, and... I, I, I bet the first two had that more, you know, kitty vibe. But when you get, like, they, they had some more adult episodes, like the Rookies episode. For all those clones that were on that base, and they start getting ambushed and attacked. But when you get into the later seasons, it gets a lot darker. Like, seasons four and five. Five yeah. was probably the best season. That shit was so good. And it... It really takes form there, but you appreciate the length of the show then because it's like, I think even then it was something like 20 episodes and then they went to the 13 episodes. I still need to watch the last season, but that's when it, you like the length makes perfect sense and it works really well because you get these like three to four episode stories that have, they, they take their time, they're not rushed and you really get into the universe. Yeah, fifth season was 20 episodes. Yeah, yeah, and they were like 20, 22, and the, and the length really worked well. Jolly, I, I'm... Jolly, I'm currently playing Kotor 2 right now. Oh, nice. Um, not sure, not sure why you would have a boner for Kreia, <laughs> considering that she's like, you know, 100 years old or... Well, I I do know why because grandma like <laughs> because well no it's not it's not that it's, it's because she she's evil and Jolly is also evil. Now I thought with Priya, I thought that her alignment I thought she was one whose alignment depended on your character's alignment. It'd be the opposite of whatever your character was. Thing with Freya is and. Spoiler alert for a fifteen for like a seventeen year old game at this point, but well, I don't think she, you want to play that yet. Yeah, I haven't but played that a, yet. No spoilers. <laughs> uh, well, there is one character whose alignment would be the opposite of whatever your alignment was, and I thought she was the one. Maybe it was someone else. She well, she's she's one of those characters. She's kind of one of those characters that like. Um, she's one of those characters that uh, kind of is like neither light nor dark. 
So, uh, interesting. I I am going to play those games eventually once I get my new PC because they look awesome. I'm playing some. You can play that on your old PC, Sean. I'm fairly. fairly hey. Happy. Yeah, but I'm playing hey. Days X right now. Hey, Sean. I I mean, hey, hey, Morgan. I I don't I don't judge. So. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Revan's in the SWOTOR game, so I've been... That's my interaction with Revan, but uh, I do need to play the KOTOR ones. I've I've been playing Deus Ex. For anybody that hasn't played that, it's from the 90s, and it's it's like a fucking... If Alex Jones made a video game that was based off the Matrix, this would be it. It's got some pretty red, big red pills coming in hot right out the gate. And I'm in like I'm like about thirty percent through the game, I think roughly. So I still got a bit to go, but I hope to be done with that game before I get my new PC all set up. But have you did you ever play Battlefront two, Sam? Uh which one? The the new the new one that has shitty loot boxes or the good one from two thousand and six? Yeah, that answers my question. Well, the new one, they actually finally got rid of those loot boxes and added a lot of content. I've heard, and I actually bought it because of this, that's actually pretty much what Battlefront 3 should have been. It's literally what we've wanted at this uh, two years later, after you know when they ended their development on this game uh, and live updates. So I, tr- I tried checking it out again, but I've been playing the original Battlefront 2 quite often like every night or so i mean god that game is still great when i was in when i was in middle school um my my friends and i would literally spend would would like my boy like every once in a while my boy scout uh patrol and i we would get together you know at someone's house oh really or, like, you know hanging out on friday and, and we would we would like all we would we would like sleep over and uh Boy, that like, was, that was like, <laughs> like don't do that to them. <laughs> well, now they have girls. We would stay up to like we we would we would uh we would stay up to like two or three a.m. in the morning just playing like Star Wars Battlefront. It was cool. Dude, that's so. awesome. I. Yeah, people. Well, people were out there playing sports. I was at home playing Battlefront Two back in the day. That game was the shit. I love. Yeah, it. it's still the shit. But back then, like it was just oh man. I mean, it was just so much fun, and you could do so much. The new ones, you couldn't do like a quarter of what you could do in that game. And they finally, after multiple updates. I think literally it was like two years of updates. The new Battlefront 2 has pretty much all the heroes that you had in the old games and more. And finally has like the equivalent number of maps, I think. Because they had like Clone Wars era. They added the sequels. They had Rogue One. They had a bunch of shit finally to that game. That really it felt like a full game at that point. Like what it was meant to be. And they got rid of the loot boxes. They fixed a lot of the problems. And I mean, from what I understand, like it's actually probably one of the the most surprisingly good redemption arcs for a game ever. So there, 
there was this really fun game that was like a P that was a PSP exclusive back in the day called uh, Battlefront Renegade Squadron. I remember That one. that. Yeah, I never That played it, but I've heard of it. That was. That was fun. It it, ne it never got like the critical success that it should have, but it was. It was fun. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Olive says I used to play Counter Strike religiously. Growing up, what was uh, even in some leagues, I don't. I remember Counter-Strike being a thing when I was a kid, but I don't remember playing it ever. Wasn't that what CSGO is now? Well, it, it's well, what do you think the CS stands for? Yeah, I know, but wasn't it? Yeah. Well, wasn't Counter Strike something else like before Well, they CS:GO? had Counter-Strike Counter -Strike Source, and that was probably the one they're talking about. There was one before that. Which was even older, but I I think most people remember the source one. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like there. I know there were different games before, but isn't it like basically the same game as it is now? Uh for the most part, I mean it's yeah, the same formats, just the graphics have changed now they had weapon skins. Right, yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know a lot about, but uh, that's kind of what I've heard. It's one of the more interesting ones, too, because I think that game was a mod of uh, either Quake or uh, what's the one with the Morgan Freak or the Freeman guy, uh, Half-Life. I think it was one of the mods of those games, and then, you know, it became like probably one of the first big esports games out there. It was very, very skill intense. Yeah, I think my remember my roommate from freshman year. I think he played CS:GO. Yeah, and they had that whole like a uh, scandal with the uh, skin lottery. What was that? I don't remember that. Yeah, so that was the CS:GO. Like you used to be able to go and trade like skins, and people were, you know, selling them and then like using them to like bet on like the big like internet gamble. Oh shit. Like the whole operation that was actually pretty like pretty bad, like kind of funny, but like. Now my one friend he um he got that skin fever at once at one point in time and bought a bunch of skins and like this is so fucking stupid like it was actually pretty ingenious cuz like steam steam knew what was going on but they didn't care because i think when they sold them on the marketplace they got like a percentage of the um you know the sales price they took like a little tax on it so You know, and ever since then, I don't think Counter Strike was has been quite as popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like oh and Jolly Roger, yeah, I Battlefront two on PS two was the tits. That's how I played it. And I now play it on PC. Yep. But PS I mean two version of the box one is the best. Well yeah, you had Xbox Live. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, the Xbox Live, and they actually had the DLC you could get from there. Yeah, what was in that DLC? I never had the fucking DLC. They had like the Whip Lady. The whip lady. They had like Kid <laughs> Fisto. Yo. And like, he actually, I forget what his power was, but he had something cool. Like, I don't know, do they ever add Kid Fisto in your version? But Bro, I never I mean, maybe had they. Kit. 
He's not even on the fucking PC version. The DLC that originally came out exclusively for the original Xbox version of the game was released for Xbox One version on June of 2019. Yeah, it was an Xbox exclusive, dude. I guess it still is. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's that's insane. There's probably a mod, um, a modder out there that has it for the um, PC Steam version. Yeah, no, like that was that was the shit. Like online, like that was that was why I think like, you know, like the Xbox, it didn't have the exclusives of the PlayStation, and like, you know, like the PlayStation, I think won the first console war, mm-hmm. but the Xbox, the close contender, GameCube kind of sucked, but they had a couple good things going for it. You know, but like out of all the systems, like all of them could, you know, they did have an online service. Like GameCube had one, PlayStation Two did. And there was like only a handful of games that used it, but it did like so common Final Fantasy like eleven. But the Xbox was only like really built into like you know it was like part of it from the get go. Like that was a big selling point, and, and Halo. Like that was a big oh thing. yeah, yeah. Halo was the the killer game for the Xbox. But I know they they had at least one at like uh, you know you could play online on the GameCube, but it was just like I think maybe like one or two games. Well, it says here mm-hmm. uh, LucasArts released the first two downloadable content packages for the Xbox version of <laughs> Battlefront Two. The free content added the Hero Assault mode to Kashyyyk. That's pretty cool. I don't know why that didn't come with it. Another Xbox Live download was made available on uh, 2006, <laughs> which had two new heroes, Kit Fist and Asajj Ventress. That's interesting that they had Ventress in there, even before the Clone Wars TV show. I think that was... Yeah, I... As the, you, do you remember the original Clone Wars TV show? Yeah, she was. I, I, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I... Yeah, it was created Gandhi by Tar- the uh, Gandhi Tarkovsky who did Samurai Jack. Which... Which honestly, to me, that's why I didn't. That's why it took me so long to watch the, to watch like the new Clone Wars, mm-hmm. because for for a long time I was like, what the fuck? Anakin never had an apprentice. This is this shit isn't the Clone Wars. This is the clone, the Clone Wars. And then you know I finally relented once you know I knew it was going to stay. Yeah. No, they're both I, I, awesome. I love them both. Yeah. But yeah, they added her and Kit Fist, like I said, to the game as well. And see, this is what is really cool. I wish my version had this. It has four maps from the original Battlefront Yavin 4, Arena, Bespin, Cloud City, uh, Renvar Harbor, and Renvar Citadel. I forget though what those last two were, but I do remember the names. That was what I never liked about Battlefront 2 was it miss it didn't have Bespin, which was one of my favorites on the the Cloud City map on uh, the original first Battlefront. Well, you need like they had it, it's just not for your version. Yeah. It says in addition hero assault modes were added to Coruscant, Megiddo, and Naboo. Uh, the downloadable content is no longer available as the original Xbox Live servers were shut down in twenty ten. But it made a bill for Xbox One. Yeah, I wish, I wish they add that to the fucking Steam. But I bet there's a mod I can find for that shit. I, I uh, I'm waiting, uh, 
one game I love to play, and it's single player only, but it's still fun uh, to play. Is the are the Max Payne games? Mm, I never played those, but I've heard of them. Um, you can play the first one for real, for like real. I I think you can play Max Payne too, uh, as well, since you have a PC. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're real fun. It's if if you like film noir and that type oh, of stuff, yeah. you'll oh then then you've you've got to play them. You'll you'll love them. It's it's basically like a, a detective, and you just go around like killing guys. I mean the the con the control is is like you know it's it's real basic in terms of like controls, but the story is like really cinematic. You'll love it. Oh yeah, so. it's created by Rockstar. Yeah, I'm definitely interested. Yeah. Mm, intrigued I am. Did you ever play Halo? Uh I mean I I never owned an Xbox, but I knew someone who had one and I, I would always so yes, I did. Mm, so. Yes and no, they just played on the friends. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Honestly, I man, I I missed out on Halo because it looked like a lot of fucking fun. But I never had an Xbox. But I'm excited for the new Halo because it could be it has a good potential to be good chance to be good. I don't know, man. I, I have a bad feeling about the new Halo. They Bungie or what was a three four three has not met up to like Bungie's. Shit with oh, I know. That's why I've heard people say, but I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna fuck it up on launch, and it's it's gonna be like kind of. I don't want to say it's gonna be like Battlefront Two, the new one where it eventually gets good, like two years later. But I think they're gonna fuck it up on launch, and then after like a few months to a year, people will be like, "Oh, it's good now." I think that's what's gonna happen. Well, this brings up my major problem with games just in general and I, I know i've ranted about this before but like back in the day growing up back in my day because i'm an old codger when you when you when you got a game it was a finished product yeah right <laughs> so it's still it, broken glitchy uh, now see before you look at the old Super Nintendo games, like you, like I was playing an emulator with my brother a while ago. Half of those are complete shit. There's some good ones, so that's the only ones people remember. But for every good fucking Super Nintendo game, there was probably five like garbage, like broken fucking games. Yeah, that that's true. But the point being is like, okay, so take the original Battlefield games that we love. Those were complete games. Like LucasArts took the time to make sure that those games were fucking good. Now, with games and with them being able to do updates, I mean, I I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but it, it kind of feels like the gaming industry ha has taken the, eh, we can half-ass this shit because... We we can always go back and fix it later with updates, you know, like that's definitely like, what they do now. But like when I was playing Battlefront Two, the original, 
there's still major glitches in that. Like, when you die on Mustafar and several other plants, you'll fall through the fucking map. And oh, yeah. Well, there's nothing oh, yeah. game-breaking, it, though. It, it's... Look, look at the camera controls for, like, any game made pre, like, you know, PS2 era. Yeah. Like, not PS2, like, like really, like Xbox 360, you know, back when, look at, like, Spyro. Like, all of them, all these adventure games had, like, the shittiest camera controls. Mm -hmm. Like... I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not saying the games were were perfect back then either. I'm not I'm not saying that. But to me, it seems like they deliberately half-ass shit now because that they, they can go, you know, like like shit that they sh you know that that they should be uh, able to, you know, take care of early on. They don't. Uh, yeah. Well, Morgan says it perfectly. Yeah. Now they want you to now they want you to pre-order unfinished yeah shit. So yeah, they they had no choice back then, like that's the thing, you know. Not me, that was a good thing in some aspects, but you there's been a bunch of games too that like you know toward especially like Super Nintendo, that, those ones like before they had save functionality, it was a lot more common to see it like with the I think there was one it was some like game shit. It wasn't like it was like this sort of like side, like futuristic like game show thing where you like you kill people in the game show. And the final boss was like bugged or whatever, and you couldn't beat it. You couldn't beat the game. Like, and there was a bunch of stuff like that. You know, but... pre-ordered. All of Bruh. says pre-ordered ruined gaming. Oh, pre-orders. Mm. I hated pre-order bonuses like back when those were like a lot more prevalent. Yeah. The internet ruined gaming. Yeah. yeah it ruined it in some ways, but it kind of enabled like whole genres of games. Oh, that yeah. Previously, like it's a double-edged sword. Completely like it. I mean, multiplayer wouldn't fucking exist without the internet. You no, know, as, as we it'd, know it. It'd be split screen like LAN, but. Yeah, no, that's that... gay. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. Well, like co-op was really fun, like for Battlefront. But you know, it's you want to get online. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole. That could be a whole nother stream for you know. But like, people say the same thing about music. Like the internet ruined music. That's what some people say now. To me, like. Mm, and I know, I, to, yeah to me it's a double-edged sword like i know you don't like music streaming but like for me in high school like personally i wouldn't have discovered fleetwood mac oh, if it weren't for if it if it weren't now i mean my parent my parent my parents knew who fleetwood mac was but like you know i discovered them on my own through that i discover i discovered king crimson on my own through the internet because yeah. of you know no so I'm kind of the it's... same way where it's like I, I i think the internet was mostly a gain for music because you could discover way more but the downside exactly. was that the albums kind of i mean the yeah, albums still exist but albums as an experience don't really exist as much anymore and people just fucking buy singles and that's it but what? that happened before so although like Although personally, like if you're one of my friends, I'll make you. I'm the one who makes you buy the whole 
album or add it to your streaming service or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't to the whole thing. And then get the inevitable Oh my god, Sam. You were right to listen to this whole thing. Yeah. So. Well, it's a shame, too, because I think a lot of modern artists don't put a lot of effort into the full album. They just, they do the hits and everything else is like filler. But Not not commercial, but I've actually been contacted right. by a few, by a few SoundCloud uh, bands here in Florida that are actually pretty good, I will say. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, the modern music I like is not commercial by any means, and they still do, like, full-album experiences, but, you know, a lot of these, like, like you look at, like, Adele's, like, f- famous album, 21, It, it it's, you can see the hits and you can see the filler. Like, it's pretty clear. I'm not saying yeah. the filler's bad compared to everything else, but you can tell that it was, like, you know, some of the filler might be some like hidden gems for some people but it's mostly like just clear filler i miss the uh i miss the 1980s when it comes to music so yeah i personally think music was the best from about 1962 till 1992 i mean i'm being generous when i say 92 but yeah uh, same here yeah. That that's kind of, that's kind of my range too, yeah. um, like late like late sixties to very early nineties has kind of been my range of music for most of twenty twenty. I've just you know kind of like in my daily listening, mm-hmm. so. Um, Bruh. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this paper tomorrow, but the New York Times their headline is, and I'll go back to gaming and music, but it says Trump incites mob. That's their fucking yeah. headline. Oh no, man! Feel free to jump around. That's what this podcast has basically become. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like I'm kind of getting. I've gone. I don't know how you guys feel, but for me, politics kind of got boring around. Kind of when I got out of college, I'd say like 2018, 2019, it started to get really like 2019 was boring, and then 2020 was just a fucking year of depression and nothingness, and kind of like lost interest. Like, I started losing interest right after CPAC, right when COVID started. And like, I don't know, I, I've kind of my interest is coming back, but I mean, I'm. Like you've said before, I'm Sam, not... I get more interested in talking about music and polit- and uh, culture, gaming, movies. I have enough interest in it to cover it for the show, but honestly, the only what the only time I really, the only time I really pay attention to politics now is when I'm doing show prep, and I mean I'm happy to say it, it took me, it took me close to 15 years and five iterations of a podcast, but the Whitfield Report in its current iteration is literally my baby. And what I mean by that is like, I can free flow from, uh, I can free flow from uh, politics to 
music to movies to talking to you guys, whatever, mm -hmm. and do four hours because I'm I'm no longer I'm no longer intentionally trying to be like oh maybe I can hook into Turning Point and do a podcast for them. Maybe I can hook into Breitbart and do a podcast for them. Maybe I can hook up with Cringe, The Daily Wire. Oh, and do, I mean, before Ben became Cringe, that's where I thought it would end up because, you know. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Ben has gone so downhill. Like, when we were. I mean, we joked about this for the past few days because, I, I mean, I'd heard about he had this, like, cringy reaction to the WAP thing, but I actually finally watched it the other day, and the line that fucking gets me is, who wants a wet pussy? I'm like, oh, my God, Ben. The fuck is wrong with you? Uh... It, it break it, it break you know party party i take that back party does want to go work for the delay wire just so that i can pull on andrew and like post centerfold pictures on on ben's office wall <laughs> yeah um, i heard he'd do that to fuck with him oh and and, and from I've heard stories, and uh, and of course, yeah, I do. I do wax poetic because I admire him. But from what I've heard, he was just a funny guy. Yeah, he's and a troll. that's and that's me. I'm not. I'm not out to really. For, I just want people to laugh. I, I'm. I'm a guy who. I'm a guy who's jocular, but if you piss me off, I get righteously indignant. Mm. So. Well, apparently they have the name of the uh, buffalo calf guy. Yeah, yeah, they they found that out quite quickly. Dude, what's with all this shit? First, Chevron of all companies is like condemning the violence and saying how we need to come together and blah blah blah. Now fucking Chase, I their CEO, I strongly condemn the violence in our nation's capital. This is not who we are as a people or our country. We are better than this. Our elected officials have a responsibility to call for an end to the violence, accept the results, and as our democracy has for hundreds of years support the peaceful transition of power. Now is the time to come together uh, to strengthen our ex exceptional union. What's the all this fucking world corporations again? I'll tweet and shit about this. Like, nobody fucking, like, just don't, don't, you're, you're here to, you're here to fucking sell shit and do whatever you do. Like, Chevron here sells gas, not give us, like, woke statements. But if Trump gets banned from everything, he's gonna be on Parler now. So, I wonder how it's gonna shake things up. Parler ain't gonna be ready for it. Thing's gonna crash. Oh, yeah, they, they, I don't know what they're doing, like, financially, or how they're doing financially, or what they're doing with their shit. Mm -hmm. Dude, they're showing images of the like the ransacked Senate offices. Like, there's papers everywhere. Holy shit! 
Uh, yo, look at this guy. What is this? Is this real? What the fuck? Dude, look at this picture. I wonder if this guy's a Q dude. Or he's a Boogaloo boy. I'm gonna post this in chats. Apparently the Buffalo guy was a, he had a Q sign. Oh no, he was a big Q dude. That was the one I was reading where the people were saying he was Antifa and Elijah Schaefer was like, no, you idiots. Like, this guy was literally, like, talking about Q nonstop. He said that Q sent him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says he's a huge supporter of QAnon and regularly walks around with a sign saying, quote, Q sent me. <laughs> dude, look at the picture of this dude that I just posted. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, it looks like a LARPer. Yeah, look at that, the fucking zip tie. It looks like fucking, like, um, Wolverine. Yes. <laughs> Speculation is swearing that the zip ties were supposedly to possibly use to abduct members of Congress. <laughs> Dude. Apparently, a West Virginia delegate who was just sworn in was among the mob storming the Capitol. Hey, Sam, we got your text. Yep, sending you my contact card now. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, like I said, got gotta send everybody this shit. Or else you won't be able to find people. Create new contact. Oh, you do the, um... You have a memoji. Yeah, hold on. Why is it still saying maybe, Sam? I thought I created a contact. Um, sorry. send you my contact card share contact with Sam Whitfield I'm going to scroll through Twitter a little bit more and then we will um, close the stream soon. What is this? I probably just uploaded this to Parlor. He quit MAGA. I like, can't handle it.
Dude, that's not Proud Boy. Uh, Morgan, I will send you the link to I I I can't send you the link to the to the uh, DZ Discord, but I can send you a link to my Discord. You've been you've been gone a while, Morgan. So long story short, I'm on my second Discord uh, account, which is a story in and of itself. <laughs> I remember that saga. Oh yes, actually, Morgan, you can probably find a couple of live streams that I've done on it from 2020, but all right. If any of you guys uh, want to join. What the fuck? When when would supposed to be set on parlor um during the whole uh storming of the Capitol? He said they let him in. Get the firing squad ready. Pence goes first. The fuck? Dad Linwood so, that's crazy. So who's so who is this I, I'm confused as to who this Lynn Wood guy is. He was honestly. the lawyer that was um the head of the lawsuit Nick Sandman was doing against all the media outlets. Oh. I don't know. Here's the thing. He was on TV. I don't know how much he actually did for that lawsuit. I've heard conflicting things, so I really don't know how much he was really doing with that, but, you know, take it for what you will. And he's just been going bonkers recently. Like, I bet he's a Q guy. Sierra goes, I regularly, I regularly jack off to my DMs with uh, Sam's old account. Well, I mean, whatever, whatever does it for you, Sierra. <laughs> Black Twitter. Oh, did you see this shit? People were saying that the reason that the Republicans were able to storm the Capitol is because of white privilege. Because the cops yes. let them go because they were white. You know, there. that's funny because I think I posted it earlier. There was uh, Black Panthers of the same thing in 67 with pretty much similar results. Yeah. You know, and they they didn't get shot. Yeah. You know, there was more, more white people got shot than uh, when the Black Panthers raided, so that goes out the fucking door. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. Breaking news. Twitter just suspended Lynn Wood. Yep. Not surprised. I'm actually surprised because usually they keep these like kooky people on to make the right look bad, you know. Like Spencer's yeah. still on here. Well, yeah, 
Well, th- th- that's what I'm saying. Owen Wood isn't kooky enough. Oh, so... damn. That's, the standards must be high then. <laughs> I mean, not kooky enough for Twitter, I mean. Hmm. His account's fucking suspended, interesting. Alrighty then, I guess that's a note to end it on. Yep, we uh we didn't go for four hours like we've done before. Yeah, but... we went for like six. <laughs> Cause I kept the stream on actually the whole time. Oh really? I I I cut mine off at one fifty five uh, earlier, and it still isn't done processing. Damn, so. dude, this one's gonna take light years to process. Yeah, well, unlike this one, I'm all, unlike the last one I record. I'm recording this one to my hard drive. So. Oh shit! Yeah, that's one thing that. I'm gonna do because I, when I was uploading all of our shit to part, um, oh, fuck, what's it called? Rumble. Uh, no, the other thing. Anchor. Anchor. Yep, yeah, that's right. I was downloading the videos, extracting the audio, but I don't know why I didn't think to do this. But I wasn't backing up the videos. But what I'm gonna do is back up all these streams because you know, lose our channel, we lose all the streams, all the other videos, like the videos that we've made. And the radio broadcast, I already have that shit backed up, but I don't have the streams backed up, so we gotta do that. Yeah. Uh, basic. So I know you came into the stream light, but for those who are joining these, uh, I'm co-hosting with Sean and Alex, who have their own channel, uh, Real News on Versa Media, which is their channel. And uh, we cross, we cross streams a lot, so to, so to speak. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, yeah, that's who's on the horn. Yeah, we enjoy it. So, uh, we'll close it out for tonight. But I hope everybody's safe. Uh, I hope we all had fun uh, shooting the shit here, despite all the shenanigans. And um, why is it categorized as entertainment? This is not an entertainment show. This is a news and politics show. Um, But yeah, dude, wild fucking day. Wild day. One for the history books. Remember, remember. I don't know. The 6th of January. I don't know. This stream has been pretty entertaining, so... Yeah. Yeah, it works. Uh, I'm gonna make that the fucking... 6th of January. Make that the fucking description on the video. Uh, Discord... My Discord link is in the live chat. Uh, You know, so... Before the stream ends, if anyone wants to hop in... Feel free to do so. Bruh, remember 
um, the base Chinaman from the TPUSA meetings, uh, Alex. Yeah. That I was friends with. He's like, I just saw Trump supporters are running into the hill. You guys are really doing something, huh? By the way, hope those guys succeed only with the firm support from Trump. Oh my God, yes. This is what he was hoping for because he's like, you know, where he's from, it's like this shit's like normal. So he's like, you guys should like, you know, uh, you guys should like storm your government and take back the power. And I'm like, yeah, we kind of don't do that here. Fast forward to today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, as I said on Facebook, uh, you know, and as I've said on other platforms today, I've been, uh, people have been giving me crap for, uh, being kind of skeptical of 2021 being a good year. <laughs> and, uh, all I have to say is I think today more or less wrong. validated, <laughs> I think, I think today more or less validated my skepticism so buckle up mofos it's gonna be a bumpy ride again yeah so well we'll close the stream this is probably just as long or longer that's gotta be not as long as our election day stream we're at seven almost eight hours so thank you people for tuning in or sticking around for as long as you did thank you for the two likes appreciate that and i hope we got some subs from this but i don't know if we did but Thank you, everyone, and stay safe out there. It's it's going to get crazier. Yep, and for those listening on the Whitfield Report uh, side of things, God bless, God save this great nation, God freedom, legacy in that order, and uh, I will see you guys technically today for the uh, Thursday show and then again on Saturday. So thank you guys for watching. And uh, God bless. And uh, please like, subscribe, all that, and leave the podcast a five-star rating. Good night and God bless. Wash your hands and clean your penis. Mm -hmm. And.